yes i am a failure have you been rejected or disappointed time and again if yes listen to this amazing and inspiring story of a gentleman and create breakthrough results from your failures namaste and welcome to the show our yet another podcast fitness fueled tinex hello my name is virendra singh negi and i'm your host i've been in the corporate world for over two decades in the finance and insurance industry i'm a corporate mentor an investor a tracker and an author in our mentorship programs for corporate professionals and organizations we offer a holistic based approach ensuring transformation in all five blueprints on fitness covering mental physical spiritual social and financial habits we have our one to one coaching for professionals and a custom design program for organization transformation our himalayan retreat expeditions are unique and there are exploring natures and test individual flexibility fitness and endurance levels today is a episode number 5 of season 2 which is on breakthroughs from one's failures every week we come up with the new episode on the topics which inspire and bring value in our lives welcome to this journey and thank you so much for listening today i'm going to share an inspiring story of kfc colonel sanders well colonel harlan sanders founder of kentucky fried chicken took his failures and did not just make lemon day he made the world a better place the real colonel sanders was an entrepreneur who did not become a professional chef until he was 40 didn't have franchisee kentucky fried chicken until he was 62 and did not become an icon until after he sold his company at 75 Harlan Sanders was born in 1890 and grew up on a farm in Hunwell in Indiana. When he was 6 years old, Sanders' father died, leaving him to take care of his younger brother and sister while his mom spent long days working. One of Sanders' responsibility was feeding his siblings, and by the age of 7, he was already a decent cook. according to a new yorker his mom remarried when he was just 12 because his stepfather did not like the boys around sanders brothers was sent to live with an aunt while he was sent to work on a farm about 80 miles away sanders soon realized he would rather work all day in farmland than go to school so he dropped in the 7th grade Sanders started turning into a tough cookie. At 16, he faked his age to enlist in the United States Army. In addition to a stint in Cuba with the army, Sanders spent the first half of his life working a series of odd jobs, including stocking the steam engines of trains throughout the south, selling insurance, selling tires, making lighting systems and operating a ferry boat after being 
honorably discharged a year later. He got hired by the railway as a laborer. However, he got fired for fighting with a co-worker. While he worked for the railway, he studied law until he ruined his legal career by getting into an yet another fight. Sanders was forced to move back in with his mom and get a job of selling life insurance. And guess what? He got fired for insubordination again. But this guy would not give up. In 1920, he founded a ferry boat company and he tried cashing in his ferry boat business to create a lamp manufacturing company only to find out that yet another company already sold a better version of his lamp. Poor guy could not catch a break. He acquired a service station in Corbin, Kentucky in 1930 and began serving classic southern dishes to travelers. The location became known for its food and Sanders eventually got rid of his service station's gas pump and converted the location to a full-fledged restaurant. It wasn't until age 40 that he began selling chicken dishes in a service station as he began to advertise his food an argument with the competitor resulted in a deadly shootout. It wasn't until age 40 that he began selling chicken dishes in a service station. As he began to advertise his food, an argument with a competitor resulted in a deadly shootout. Four years later, he bought a motel which burned to the ground along with the restaurant. Yet this determined men rebuilt and ran a new motel until World War II forced him to close down. Following the war, he tried to franchise his restaurant. His recipe was rejected 1009 times before anyone accepted it. Sanders' secret recipe was coined Kentucky Fried Chicken and quickly became a hit. However, the booming restaurant was tripled when an interstate opened nearby. So Sanders sold it and pursued his dreams of spreading KFC franchisee and hiring KFC workers all across the country. After years of failures and misfortunes, Sanders finally hit at the big. His breakthrough came when he found that frying his chicken and his signature 11 herbs and spices and a new device, a pressure cooker different from the ones which is to use today, resulted in the ideal consistency he had been looking for. Sanders' restaurant enjoyed great popularity over the next decade and 1950, the governor of Kentucky named him the Connell, the highest title of honor the state can give. Sanders began dressing the part adopting the white suit and Kentucky Colonel tie that would help him make a pop culture icon. In 1952, he made a deal with his restaurant friend, Pete Harmon, to sell his chicken dish as Kentucky Fried Chicken in exchange for a four cent royalty on every piece sold. After it became a top set item, Sanders made the same deal with several other local restaurants. Things were going great 
and I shared earlier, when a new interest rate bypassed Sanders restaurant, it spelled doom. He sold the location at a loss in 1956, leaving his $105 monthly social security check at his only income. Sanders then decided that he was not going to settle for a quiet retirement. Since he would close his restaurant, the colonel decided to dedicate himself fully to the franchising side project he started four years later. He hit the road with his wife, the car parked with a couple pressure cookers, floor and spice blends. He would enter a restaurant, offer to cook his chicken and then make a deal if the owner liked what he tasted. By 1963, Sanders was fielding franchisee requests without having to put in the legwork and had more than 600 restaurants across the US and Canada selling Kentucky Fried Chicken. That October, he was approached by John Y. Brown Jr., an aggressive young lawyer and a venture capitalist named Jack C. Massey who wanted to buy the franchise rights. Sanders was initially reluctant, but after weeks of persuasion, he agreed to sell his rights for $2 million in January 1965, $15.1 million in 2015 dollars terms. And the deal went through in March. Under the contract, the company Kentucky Fried Chicken would establish his own restaurants across the world and would not compromise the chicken recipe. Sanders was to have a lifetime salary of $40,000 and which was later upped at $75,000, a seat on the board, majority ownership of KFC Canada franchisees and would serve as the company's brand ambassador. Sanders wasn't happy to let go of his baby but at 75, he decided that it would be the best to see his company continue to grow beyond his capacity. The New Yorker profile noted that some of his friends believed Sanders was short on the deal, but it also shows that Sanders turned down stock in the company and did not negotiate for a high price. It seems Sanders' pursuit was never really about becoming rich, but rather about becoming renowned for his food. And that's why he constantly grumbled and swore about the more profitable but lower quality gravy that the corporate KFC began producing. If you are a franchisee turning out perfect gravy but making very little money for the company and if I was a franchisee making lots of money for the company but serving gravy that was merely excellent, the colonel would think that you were a great and I was a bum, a KFC executive told the New Yorker. With the colonel, it is not money that counts, it's artistic talent. Sanders spent the later years of his life giving interviews on talk shows and appearing in commercials. That was in 1969. The University of Houston, which honors Sanders and its hospitality industry hall of fame, says that up until his death in 1980, the colonel traveled 250,000 miles each year visiting KFC locations and promoting the brands in the media. 
Brown, who sold his stake in KFC in 1971 for $284 million, became governor of Kentucky in 1979. When Sanders died the next year, Brown said, Sanders was a real legend and the spirit of the American dream. Sanders may have lacked the motivation to become as wealthy as he would have been, but he is now known in 115 countries for his favorite fried chicken recipe, which is more than he ever could hope for he at the age of 65 with a car full of cooking supplies. We always say age is just a number, however, in reality, the majority of the people just pretend not to believe it. At age 65, Colonel Harlan Sanders began franchising his chicken business using his $105 monthly social security check. And even today, Sanders remains central in KFC's branding and his face still appears on his logo. His goatee, while white tie, his goatee, white suit, and western string tie continue to symbolize delicious country fried chicken all over the world. At age 90, Sanders passed away from pneumonia. At that time, there were about 6,000 KFC locations in 48 countries. By 2013, there were estimated 18,000 KFC locations in 180 countries. Wow! And KFC is now owned by Yum Brands. It is over 55,000 restaurants in 155 countries and territories operating the company's restaurant brands KFC, Pizza Hut, Taco Bell and the Habit Burger Grill. KFC founder Colonel Sanders did not achieve his remarkable strides to success until his 60s. If you are overwhelmed by rejection or discouraged by setbacks, remember KFC's Colonel Handel Sanders. Fired from the multiple jobs, ruined his legal career and was set up back by the Great Depression, fires and World War II, yet he still created one of the largest fast food chains in the world. Sanders would not let anyone or anything defeat him. We should all be more like Colonel Sanders besides the fighting and getting fired apart. Failures inspires me. And embracing failures is what I love the most. The relationship with no, 1009 no's for Colonel Sanders. Rejection did not deter Colonel Sanders and he created KFC. Had he given up any time of his 1009 no's, he would not got the breakthrough of his franchisee signups. What I see in my life, I see failures and at times I'm down. Even when the podcast project began, for me, it was like from nowhere. Many of my ex-colleagues wanted some kind of a connect and something inspiring for them. And I went ahead and this kicked off in last September 2022. Started with just WhatsApp audio recordings with whatever topics came to my mind at that one time. And gathered, recorded and flashed to the group. Many times I stumbled, nervous, tense, didn't want to do, myself out, could not record or did not record, messed up, setting up the mic, editing, uploading or publishing, did not get well the way I wanted, took a lot of time in writing content, getting content at the times, did not record. Coming to mic was a kind of fear of being mocked, being ridiculed and shamed. 
and I continued, as the goal was to offer something which inspired professionals and no matter what, even if my sharing makes a difference in at least one person's life, it's an achievement on its own. And I could sense it. I could see that the message is calls and the mail justified that what I'm doing is contributing to others' life and I did not stop there. Encouragement kept pouring with critics and haters as well even now. With this, what I saw is my writing improved. With a push and pull from my mentors and well-wishers, I started writing the book and completed it and this was the challenge for me since the last over three years. I wanted to write a book for a long, long time once it's been accomplished, this is going to help the professional to connect and take action on their way of being in their work environment and their overall fitness life. The book is named Fit365. We'll hit the stores and will be available on Amazon, Flipkart and Kindle. For me, the failures means I'm moving. I'm in action. I'm alive. And every time I feel, I see myself closer to my mission to inspire millions. Now, which one area of your life do you see as failures which stops you and don't allow you to move ahead? What is your biggest takeaway for yourself from this Colonel Samuels KFC story? Do you remember when, where, how many times were you rejected? How did you move forward from that point of time? Do share with us your story and the top three stories will get mentioned and features in our upcoming podcast episodes. The podcast Fitness Fuel 10X is sponsored by Darwin Platform Group who are committed to their contribution in the area of expertise to various business sectors. Thank you so much for your trust and confidence. You can subscribe now to the Fitness Fuel 10X wherever you got the podcast from. What is your biggest takeaway from the today's episode? Thank you so much. If you like something from today's episode, do share with your friends and family. You can also share it on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or YouTube at Birandranegi 10X. The upcoming book, Fit365, which talks about the fitness aspect of life in its own holistic way, will be available soon. I will see you in the next episode with an exciting, inspirational story again. So till then, go out and do something amazing. Do it now. Touch, move and inspire at least one person today. Take care and have a great time. Cheers.